interest in the following audio recording produced by Chesterton House, a center for Christian studies at Cornell University. Support for Chesterton House comes entirely from listeners like you, and we invite you to help us continue making the recordings of past lectures available at no cost through a donation to the ministry. You can find additional resources and make a donation at www.chestertonhouse.org. This audio recording is copyrighted and unauthorized duplication is prohibited. Any feedback or questions on this? Because I've been throwing a lot in your direction here. Yes, sorry. So, you began by sort of talking about the separation um, after God. And you talked about ways that, as far as I understood you were saying, that those separations essentially still exist. Um, and you seem to be saying, and I'm not sure, but I guess I, I, I want to I clarify. You seem to be saying that, um, in some sense, sort of the kinds of things... Christians might expect that they would have, like, is it hitting? They don't have it. Uh, emotionally, they don't have that either. They don't have that social healing. Um, and in some sense, all of those kinds of brokenness still exist. They will be eternally fixed in the future, but right now, it is the responsibility of Christians to do the best they can to solve their problem. Um, is that what you were saying? Or? It's not how I meant to say it. It's, we're not guaranteed those things. I believe in healing. I said I believe... That some people are miraculously healed. I've been part of a healing services where people I really believe have been healed from cancer. Um, we don't have them as guarantees, though. We don't have them as they're not for us on the status of things we can demand. Is this is my this is this I can expect? Um, I'm, what I'm arguing against is the is the expectation that this is my right. This will happen uh, on all the things you mentioned. Um, in our church, one of the mantras in our church is, "Tomorrow is not expect. Tomorrow, tomorrow is not guaranteed. The fact that any of us wake up tomorrow morning is not guaranteed." Uh, and I have to say, yes, that's right. Uh, there's nothing in the Bible that guarantees that I'll be alive tomorrow morning. Uh, I want to say, there's part of me that wants to not spend my whole, my whole time meditating on that, but because uh, you could get pretty. Uh, uh, morose and in, in, in turned on yourself. But this part of me that wants to be able to be aware of that and not be shocked by that reality. And that's a very healthy reality to have a hold of. Uh, but it's not that these things don't happen. It's not that God never intervenes. It's not that God doesn't help us in dramatic and radical ways sometimes, sometimes in really miraculous ways, because uh, he sometimes does. But it's not... Um, he's not a vending machine where you stick in your... Uh, dollar bill, and out comes the 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 thing you want, and and somehow we have to live trusting him as a person to be the one who manages providence, rather than trusting him to fulfill my program for myself. And uh, and I totally believe in prayer. I mean, and in intercessory prayer, and that prayer makes a difference. I mean, our whole work of Labrie is from the beginning. We never ask for money. And we, what we get from people staying with us makes up about 15% of what it costs us to run the place. But we never do deputation, never do fundraising. We pray that money comes in. And it's not a great way to get rich, but it's, we're still there for Carnella. To my absolute amazement, we still exist after 55 years or something like that. And, and we've paid our bills. And uh, we pray, and it comes in somehow, some way. 
And so I, you better believe I believe that because I've been living for 30 years with that. So, so it's not as if, uh, you know, oh, we just are, are functional deists. You know, we can't get it from God, we've got to do it all ourselves. But, but uh, so I don't want to be saying that. I don't, I don't want to be heard to be saying that by you. Um, but I do want to say it's not our, uh, uh, it's not our right. It's something we can snap our fingers and say, okay, God, I need this now. Yeah. Now that I'm glad you mentioned that because that isn't what I meant to say, but I could imagine why you say that. It's not that there's not. I'm not saying there's no healing in our relationship to God at all, because I think there's huge progress there. We can move toward it. Paul moving, straining forward to the upward call of God in Christ. He's moving. Uh, and we can, we all have moved, those of us who are Christians here, have moved closer to God. And just becoming Christians in the first place is a relationship that's healed and we are, uh, there with Him and we can trust Him. And, uh, we've been given help to grow in countless ways that we know and many more ways that we probably don't even know. Uh, so I see huge progress in all those areas. <clears throat> uh, progress in internal healing. Progress in social healing. One of the things we have in our our Libri documents from the very beginning is that we believe in substantial healing of personal relationships, that that's possible. Not perfection, not total healing, but but we're committing ourselves to really working, you know, like the Apostle Paul says, insofar as it's possible to you, be at peace with all people. That means we really need to invest a huge amount of energy in being at peace with whoever we may not be at peace with. And so a great deal of that is achievable. Reconciliation is possible. Uh, and at all sorts of different levels, at, at uh, national and international levels, there's progress that's possible. And so uh, that I'm glad you raised that because I could see how you might um, think I, th- that I was saying there's no progress. But what I'm against is, that, is the idea of perfection, of complete, uh, of a completion of that picture, which I don't think is available to us, or having what we want when we want it. <coughs> Uh, just just um, um, in some on-demand kind of way. Yeah, I'm glad you raised that because I, I wouldn't want anyone to... Thank you very much. For no, thank you. I've enjoyed being here. I just... I've, I've, I've talked to a few of you about your own work, and but only a handful of you, and I'd love to just get to know more of you and hear more what you're doing because it's absolutely fascinating. I'd love to kick these things around with you all. So thanks for having me out.